Greetings and welcome to Anonacienta Oratory. I'm your host, Dan Wiley. For Greek men who lived over 2,500 years ago, the skill of oratory, or as they called it, rhetoric, was as important to them as football and baseball are to the men of today. By the age of 14, young men were conscripted into a school of rhetorician. So important was this skill, during the reign of Pericles, public speaking was literally an Olympic event. The winner receiving an olive wreath and a hero's welcome from his hometown. To be sure, Athens was a city of words dominated by orators. The chain of skilled oratory has remained unbroken and maintained its lofty perch in society from Aristotle's time to our own. The only difference being that in our modern world, the pantheon of great speakers is replete with women. Like no other interpersonal skill, great oratory can change the world. It has, and it will continue to do so. In 1851, Sojourner Truth took to the podium and delivered a powerful three-minute speech to a woman's convention in Ohio. Here was a former slave who successfully sued her master for custody of her son and was now an abolitionist and a woman's rights activist. Her speech on that fateful day, Ain't I a Woman, aided greatly to the collective sentiment and events that would lead to the ratification of the 15th Amendment in 1870 and, of course, the Emancipation Proclamation in 1863. In 1940, Great Britain found itself in great peril, on the verge of being the next conquest of the Third Reich. With a single change in leadership, this all turned around. In a 12-week period, Winston Churchill delivered four historic speeches in the House of Commons that would inspire a nation. Offering nothing but blood, toil, tears, and sweat, he vowed the empire shall fight on the beaches, fight on the landing grounds, fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We will never surrender. With England's victory at the Battle of Britain, Germany suffered its first major defeat in World War II. Referring to the fighter pilots who delivered that great victory, Churchill said, Never in the field of human conflict has so much been owed by so many to so few. A fellow minister said of Churchill, He has mobilized the English language and sent it into battle. He certainly did. And if the empire lasts for a thousand years, men will say this was their finest hour. On August 28, 1963, in front of a crowd of 250,000 people, Martin Luther King delivered his I Had a Dream speech. Using rhetoric that invoked the spirit of Lincoln's Gettysburg Address, this speech became the manifesto for the Civil Rights Movement. When we allow freedom to ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we will be able to speed up that day when all God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentile, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing the words of that old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last, thank God Almighty we're free at last. Shortly after that historic speech, both the Civil Rights and the Voting Rights Acts were passed by Congress and signed into law. It must be noted, the power of great oratory is impersonal. It pays no heed to the motive of those that avail themselves to this great power. While Churchill's great oratory may have helped save Great Britain, it was great oratory that placed that island in jeopardy in the first place. Adolf Hitler was one of the most impactful orators of the 20th century. 
Indeed, we ought to unambiguously condemn him and his deeds, and we are doing just that. But it has long been known that rhetoric can be used for both good and evil. One of the founding fathers of oratory, Aristotle, warned that rhetoric wrongly employed can do the utmost harm. But our purpose here is to explore the skill of public speaking, and we can't do that without examining one of the most impactful speakers of history. While imprisoned for five years, Hitler developed his own rhetorical theory, much of that consisting of propaganda and the dark arts. But he had three tenets that merit our attention. Number one, regarding leadership, he wrote in Mein Kampf, I know men are won over less by the written word than by the spoken word, that every great movement on this earth owes its growth to orators and not great writers. Number two, repetition. Only after the simplest ideas are repeated thousands of times will the masses remember them. And number three, passion over reason. He adopted Cicero's maximum. Man is moved more by passion than reason. Heart over intellect. Maybe more than any other historically known speaker, Hitler demonstrated that great oratory is tantamount to persuasion. Skilled oratory doesn't just change the world on the macro level, however. By developing this skill, any individual can revolutionize their own life. There is no other personal skill that one can develop as transformative as that of the effective public speaker. It changes everything. It can turn one's world around. And in the best of ways, nothing will ever be the same. Think about what it can do for a career. The mere fact of becoming a skilled speaker confers one with an air of authority. They exude a palpable self-confidence, can articulate ideas with precise clarity, and gain almost instant credibility in the marketplace. Juxtapose that with a person cowering in their seat, trying to hide behind the person seated just in front, praying to God they won't be asked their opinion. And here's the really sad part. Our cowering person may be exceptionally gifted and bright with great ideas, but the ideas are locked up inside. If there's a promotion to be had or a new hire to be made, which of these two will receive it? The proficient public speaker not only expands their career opportunities, in the entire universe of personal development, it may be the single most important skill to develop because it unlocks so many other skills and attributes. By becoming a skilled speaker, you must become a skilled critical thinker and writer. Any good speech requires the synthesis and distillation of information. The process of deciding what will persuade, inform, entertain, or inspire an audience requires the honing of many skills. This takes careful thought, analysis, and proper sequencing. In short, it crystallizes thinking, which in turn makes for more coherent writing. A good public speaker, by definition, expands their professional network. After all, they are speaking in public. This provides an incalculable number of new opportunities, synchronicities, and serendipities that no person could have dreamed would come their way. Leadership roles disproportionately flow to the skilled order versus the unskilled one. It's widely known among our population that the fear of public speaking is a universal one. By confronting and overcoming this fear, good public speakers are held in higher regard than they otherwise would have been. 
Probably most importantly, the accomplished speaker enjoys a level of envious personal satisfaction. He or she has taken a big step toward what Professor Maslow called self-actualization, or what Carl Jung would have called individuation. All things considered, whatever level of effort is extended to master the art of public speaking, the benefits that one will accrue will be out of all proportion to the effort extended. For my part, that's all there is. This is Dan Riley taking you on an odyssey into oratory. Until next time, throw off those boat lines, sail away from the safe harbor, catch the train winds. We're on the move now. We are excited to announce the launch of an odyssey into oratory from speaker to spellbinder. This new dynamic and interactive speech training program was created specifically for the changing world we find ourselves in. In a business career spanning 40 years, from bagging groceries all the way to the executive suite, Dan has attended and delivered several hundred presentations and speeches. Throughout his odyssey, he has completed several prestigious executive speech programs. He is a four-time graduate of the Dale Carnegie course and a decades-long Toastmaster. But most of all, he is a lifetime student of the great orators, past and present. In combining his years of experience, study, and training, he has distilled and synthesized these lessons to create an online seven-week training course. While this course can benefit anyone looking to acquire or improve their public speaking skills, it was designed specifically for those working in a corporate or entrepreneurial environment. With his vast experience in the marketplace, Dan's students will receive insights and communication strategies that are not offered in the traditional speech training program. It is an integrated course in that it includes many other components of personal development that will transform good speakers into spellbinders. For more information on how to enroll in Dan's course from speaker to spellbinder, Contact us at an odyssey into oratory at gmail.com. Additionally, you can find Dan's blog at spiritualsideofsuccess.blog.